I signed an employment contract when I was just 25 years old working for a company um, in which I gave rights for my name to be registered as a trademark for a bridal collection that I was designing. You know, it's made me who I am in a lot of ways. But towards the end of my contract, I uh, was hoping to kind of negotiate on new terms. And, you know, long story short, I was sued by my former employer. And since then, I have um, lost the right or ability to use my own birth name in any business or commerce or even to publicly identify myself on social media. And I now am under a five-year provision where I cannot identify to the trade in which my former employer manufactures and sells as a designer, whether or not I use my name. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug in to your new world here. Let's dive in. I am here today with a real inspiration on so many levels. This woman inspires me so much. First of all, when I came across her account on Instagram, she has a beautiful shoe brand that all of the ladies are going to want to be wearing. But when I dove into even more of who she is, I realized, oh my goodness, I am literally learning about a woman who has gone through literally hell and back. And what I mean by that is you may have seen her on Yes to the Dress. She has been known as a top designer in the world. And she literally got her name taken away from her at one point. And we're going to dive all into that here today. Either way, I am so excited and honored to have Cheval here with me in the studio. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to hear your story. It's a long one. (laughs) We need to hear it. We need to hear it. Like, first of all, how did you get in to being an entrepreneur? You've been in for over a decade, I think. Yes. I have been in the wedding industry for a very long time. Uh, straight out of college, I knew that was what I wanted to do. And I had the pleasure of working at a company called Priscilla of Boston years ago. And then I signed an employment contract when I was just 25 years old working for a company um, in which I gave rights for my name to be registered as a trademark for a bridal collection that I was designing. Okay, And that led to almost a 10-year period of, you know, building a brand and showing up. Um, And there's some really wonderful takeaways uh, and treasured moments Mm -hmm. that I've just, you know, it's made me who I am in a lot of ways. Um, But towards the end of my contract, I uh, was hoping to kind of negotiate on new terms. And, um, you know, long story short, I wound up in a federal court. I was sued by my former employer. 
And since then, I have um, lost the right or ability to use my own birth name in any business or commerce or even to publicly identify myself on social media. And I'm no longer receiving commission for any of the dresses that are still being sold. Um, and I'm in a very, very litigious, uh, you know, district court battle in a district court. Um, and I've spent two years doing that. And I now am under a five-year provision where I cannot identify to the trade in which my former employer manufactures and sells as a designer whether or not I use my name. So it kind of, this new provision, which was brought on uh, a few days before my contract actually expired, um, it is particularly devastating because it has a lot to do with me not being able to utilize what I would consider my my gift and something I've nurtured, you know, not just from a employment situation, but my whole life, right. and my career, right. and my education. Yeah. Everything has been about wanting to make women feel beautiful mm-hmm. via dress design. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So first of all, I just want to acknowledge you for sharing all of this. And, you know, I always say things are happening for you and not to you. And I know that Someday that will all make sense to you, even if it's starting to right now. But what I want to know is um, how the heck did you get into this mess? And and what I mean by that is like, here's the thing. And everyone watching this, listening, they aspire to do what you've done and what you continue to do. They want to build brands They want to make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. They want to make a difference. And everyone's trying to do the best they can. And the thing when I was reading your story, I started to get angry, you know, because I'm like, here's this creative woman who has put her heart and soul into her work. She built an Instagram account over a million plus followers, TikTok, all the places, you know, you did all this and then now it's like, wait, somebody just takes it from you. Like I, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to comprehend it. Like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause yeah. you know, how did that happen? And what can normal people that are building stuff do to protect themselves? Definitely comes down to that latter part you just said is you know, when you're going into a business relationship or you're going in to sign a contract, you know, it's so important to have your interests be a priority. And for me, the short answer is that I signed an employment agreement when I was 25 years old and I did it without a lawyer. Um, And years later, that contract was interpreted in ways that I never thought imaginable. Um, and I think it's difficult when so much of the legal process in my experience has not been cut and dry, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not been, this is exactly what you can and can't do, you know, and when you're operating within a contract and things seem to be going well, you know, and then all of a sudden it it feels different and like your experience isn't matched by what's happening in a legal case, it can be very frightening. Um, So my advice, and now (laughs) I actually say this as a story 
that has become a, a beware for young designers and artists and, you know, even women, especially who sometimes feel like they can't be combative mm-hmm. or they can't push back on things. Right, right. Um, and that's something I definitely identified with when I was 25 years old. I felt like, you know, I'm not sure what kind of leverage I have here. I, I know I'm very talented in my design skills and I know I have a lot to bring to the table, but I think I was so hyper-focused on proving myself and so eager for this opportunity, which seemed like, you know, my dream. Totally. That, um, you know, I felt very pressured in that sense. And now, you know, with everything that's gone on, uh, I've realized that, you know, all of your power and your control is in your response to things, you know, and it's, it's always your next step or your next collection, your next, that is really the focus for me. And that's helped change my perspective on what's gone down because Mm -hmm. it's hard to digest for a lot of people. You know, they're like, how does this happen? You know, and it's like, it can happen. Yeah. Uh, and it can happen from a contract or by the way, someone is interpreting that contract. Um, and I think what is the true blessing in all of this is that a lot of the things I clung to um, in getting ahead and trying to progress have been purpose-driven mm-hmm. and about like what I want to identify as. Mm-hmm. So it's given me an opportunity to do that and essentially oh, yeah. reinventing myself. Yeah, absolutely. Reinventing yourself, changing your name, yeah. changing <laughs> your brand, changing mm-hmm. what you design. Absolutely everything. Just okay. So when you're in the come up of building this other brand, because clearly nobody goes after someone, wants their personal identity, all the things that has happened, right? Unless you're wildly talented. <laughs> I mean, for real, like, you know, if you were just like, yeah, they'd be like, okay, see ya, not signing the contract, not upping whatever. Like, that's just how it will go. Let's just be real. You were an asset, the asset the you know, and so what, like, what did that look like? How many years was that? Like when you were on, you know, say yes to the dress and what, what did that look like in your career? Was it like a decade? What, What was the time frame? You know, were you just like crushing it, blowing up this brand? Okay. Yeah, it's definitely hard to define because I don't believe like the overnight thing. No. The virality no, thing really happens yeah. um, and has staying power, maybe in yeah. a very rare occasion. Um, but for me, you know, I definitely signed an employment agreement and I signed on to be a head designer. Um, I didn't really necessarily sign on for all these other things that became a part of you know, the growth in that brand. Right. And I definitely attribute a lot of it to me being a very sentimental person. Um, I love to bring joy to women and I love to have this connection and this camaraderie and this friendship, especially through my design work, because it's how I communicate. It's how I relate to people. And so I've always believed in kind of going that extra step, whether it includes showing up, you know, on a TV show, like say yes to the dress and being fully present for so many beautiful moments like that, you know, or it's getting into my DMs and answering as many Mm. messages as I possibly can. Totally. Because on the other end of that is my muse. It's the person that's keeping me, you know, there every day and showing up and reassuring me, you know, I'm a validation, a validation person and I'm 
a words of affirmation mm-hmm. type. Me and <laughs> I love that exchange. Yeah. And so I show up for it as much as I can. And I think that, which is something you can't really package and say, like, this is part of your, you know. Right. Um, that helped, I think, a lot in the the chemistry and the rarity of a brand and of a, a growth that happened. Mm. You know, and like, I think timing is so important in life yeah, with the way things yes. happen. And yeah. like, even now with the way social media is, I, you would take a completely different approach mm-hmm. starting now versus mm-hmm. when I did. Yeah. And, you know, when I signed my contract, social media wasn't in it. It, it wasn't factored in. It wasn't even written anywhere in the contract. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, now you couldn't imagine signing a contract that wouldn't have some provisions or clear outlines right. on what this means for you versus a corporation. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that was always my personal account. It was like that for me, that's how I saw it. And that's what I put into it every day, the unseen hours, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Cause the personal account was your former name. It was. So yes. you just built it by building relationships with women and just probably posted day by day, your clients, things like that. Yeah. And yeah. then, so then how did it turn into them getting that? Um, so what it kind of came down to had a lot to do with, you know, the trademark provision as well as what the contract said and how it, how it was argued and interpreted. Um, but for me, I think the hardest part was the, I'll never forget this day I was in a hearing, you know, and the TRO was granted and I had to turn over my passwords within a 24 hour period, you know? So for my Instagram, my TikTok and my Pinterest at the time. And like, all I could think about was how violated I felt because there were so many personal messages on there between like my fiance, people I had dated, friends that were, you know, just very heartfelt and personal things that you would never want anyone to have access to. And you know, in my experience, I was controlling and running that account. And I like, this wasn't something that was like a free for all. And it's a, it it was never made clear to me that it was all of a sudden going to be a business asset or interpreted that way. And I couldn't change anything to the account. I couldn't like do anything. I had to hand it over. Um, And then the worst part really was that all of a sudden posts were going up to that account, you know, and no knowledge or transparency was given to the following. Like, hey, I'm not, this isn't, yeah. you know, your former name. Yeah. And I can't explain the feeling I experienced, but it, it was just, um, it was, it was a violation for of sure. Course. But like for people that I cared about so much and making sure that message was authentic, you know, and to this day, that account that they now have, you know, control of has never addressed the following of what has actually transpired. And luckily, you know, there's other ways to, to message th- these right. days. And I'm right. so grateful for that, but, um, it makes my heart really hurt. And that's such a cheesy thing to say, no. but it's sad because it feels like the authenticity isn't there. And it's something I really treasured and wanted to protect. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden I couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. So that was really tough. Oh my goodness. I mean, yeah. last night I trained a group of entrepreneurs on branding and personal branding. And I have built my personal brand since I was 23, so over a decade. And it's been a mix of authority giving tips on business, 
obviously all the wisdom, but also it's glimpses of my real intimate life things I go through. And I truly believe that's how I built my brand to where it is today. But it's over a long period of time. And when you're talking about like talking to her, talking to that person, right. like that's what I do. That's when I turn on the camera, like I'm talking to her, mm -hmm. you know, it, it drives you and motivates you so much. So I understand completely. I mean, it, to even think of if it factor, it's Emily was gone. You know, I'm like, what would I do? Like literally when I was learning about you, I was like, what would I do? You know, so you're in this process and I, when was this, that this just went? Yeah. Um, the lawsuit landed on my lap in December of 2020, December 14th. The hearing I believe was the 16th. It was like granted like that, like two days later. So preparation time, you know, you can imagine I was like, you know, I was in active litigation still working for this at my former employer when this happened, you know, so I, there was a part of me that just felt so crushed and blindsided, of course. Um, but I, I, I was really frightened at first, you know, I've never been in a lawsuit. Oh yeah. I've gone through a divorce, but yeah. I got very lucky in that sense of yeah. how it ended. Yeah. But this there, I couldn't believe it. And so I, I just felt really rushed. And then um, at the time, the litigator I had got COVID and then all of a sudden we're in this hearing and then it, I just had to turn it over. So it was within a three-day period. And after the, t the TRO was granted, I resigned the next day. Um, you know, like it was, the uh, emotions of it were really unique because I had been already trying to negotiate a future for like, almost a year and a half. Yeah. And that experience for me was extremely traumatizing because I didn't feel like I was being seen as a respectable businesswoman. I felt like um, the Delta was so wide for, for a reason I never understood. And, but I was very hopeful that like, there is a way to make, yeah. the, secure the future and have everyone feel excited about it. Um, and then when this happened, it was kind of closure for me because I was I was definitive in that I knew I would never have a future with a company that would be willing to do business like that. Right. So it was it was kind of yeah. a relief because I was like, okay, well, I can I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. You know, so that not a lot of people get that kind of right closure. Yeah. Uh, but then since then, of course, in this battle, it's gotten very convoluted, and there's so many right. facets, and um, not being able to use my name was. You know, I just kind of had this, what, like, you know, what is yeah. going on here? Okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, but then um, the, the social media was really tough because this was a relationship now that I felt like was being um, interfered with in yeah. a way. And then of all things, the worst was actually a few days before my contract was up. And I had every intention of going back into bridal just under a different name. Yeah. And that was my impression. And when I was told that I would have to wait five more years to be able to do what I believe I, I know I can do very well and it feels like my purpose, that was the gut punch of, of all punches, like from losing, you know, rights to use my name publicly to the social media. Okay, I can rebuild that. Yeah. You know, I can, I can come up with a new name and be excited right. about it. But then right. the purpose part was like, that was the real major major yeah and but it, it gives you that perspective of like how does one identify yeah. and how do you find your purpose in life and yeah. for me it's it's creative you know it's yeah. always been it's the way i communicate with yeah. people um, um 
Yeah. Oh, wow. And then, so then I was like, okay. <laughs> so did you have like this moment and, and we're going to talk about your new brand that is so exciting. Um, but how, how did you, like, what did that look like? I mean, I know so many people listening, watching, like we've had moments of like, is this real? Is this really happening? I mean, both of us have been through, you know, mm -hmm. divorces. That's a lot. You know, people have lost things, lost people, lost companies. Like what, like, were you in West you know, Palm Beach where you live? Were you in Florida? Were you like, what am I going to do? Did you sit for days? Did you take a hiatus and go to the beach and meditate and say, okay, give me a new, give me an answer. Or has this been just this ongoing thing where you're like, maybe I'll do shoes. <laughs> yeah. I taking back to the time when the lawsuit was just dropped and it was fully present there. I was at my, my family house. Um, and so I was very comforted because I felt protected and safe. I was within my family walls and it was during COVID, you know, so it was, I couldn't have been in a better place to digest something like this because, wow. you know, I think when traumatizing things happen or you're faced with adversity, you tend to look to things that bring you comfort, you know, and like security and safety. And I was with my fiance, I was with my family, you know, I had my health, I wasn't sick with COVID. You know, I started to really put things in perspective of like, what are the basic things? Okay, I have these basic things, Wow, yeah. you know, and I am a very privileged and fortunate person you know, and there will be a way to get through this. You know, it's, it's yes. hope. Yes. And it's, it's also a responsible optimism because I would say that I am somebody that is always like sunny side up, you know, and like be positive, but can't just be positive, positive, positive. You know, like you, you do need to grieve. And yeah. I had some time to do that. I'm a very um, physical uh, healer, I would yeah. say. Like I go out for walks. I t work out. Yeah. You know, I make sure that I can wind down and relax, whether that's a movie, a glass of wine, time for yeah. my counsel, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I do indulge in those things. Right. Because, you know, I always say like, no one's going to give you permission to live your life and right. enjoy yourself. Exactly. And when you're going through something trauma traumatic, you almost feel like you have to be sad, you know, or you have to be a certain way for it to register. Um, and people process grief differently. Totally. And, um, you know, so for me, I was like, let's focus on some basic things that are very important to life. Mm -hmm. And that was really helpful. Um, and then, you know, I kind of was in this waiting period because it was, it was almost two years. In COVID. In COVID. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, and I'm such an outward expressor, yes. you know? Yes. And so for me, I was like, who am I when I'm like yeah. not? Yeah. And we're already going through a pandemic. Yeah. We're even same when we like, I was used to flying, traveling, doing all things. And I'm like, who am I? Who like am I? in a bathroom. Yeah. I can only do so many face masks. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> like, what's happening? Interesting. Um, what's my wow. name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah. so then were you just like, I'm going to do this new brand? Like, how did that come about? I definitely was living on the hope, you know, and like, it's not always going to be like this. And that's that it's kind of like the idea of being comfortable in the discomfort in that, like, you know, this is really hard to deal with. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to always be like that. And so yeah. like that idea of like tolerance and process was, was good for me, but I really was, I'm going to get back and do what I know I'm supposed to do in just two years, you know, because my contract was ending in August of 2022. That was 
the end date. And this happened December of 2020. So I was like, you know, two, almost two years, yeah. I can do this, you know, yeah. and I can, I can stay creative every day. Yeah. I can be there for my fiance who's been there for me so much, you yeah. know? So it's like, I tried to make a good point of it. And, um, when I was told just a few days before August that I wouldn't be able to go back into bridal and identify as a designer in that way, uh, that's when I was really like, okay, it's time to put everything that I learned over the past two years to the test. What should I do now? You know, like, wow, life's giving you lemons. Okay, so you like thought like, oh, I'm just going to go on and, and do bridal in my own way. Yeah, yeah and so I'll no. go by a different name. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden couldn't couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, and I always say this, like saying, it's like, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what if life gives you lemons and you're not allowed to make lemonade? Yeah. You know, that, so that's yeah. kind of how I, yeah. I was like, hmm, interesting. Um, I'm going to turn this lemon into a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, shoes actually just came about because, I mean, I really dabbled in the idea of like, how can I express myself? How can I somewhat repackage the skill set that I have? And uh, the thing that really drew me to shoes um, one, it's, it's a product that carries you places, you know, it's yeah. something that actually manifests the way you walk and talk. And yes, I like this empowerment idea of it, but I also felt like some of my skill was transferable in how I interpret things and sketch and build molds and make it something come to life. Yeah. But then there was also this sentimentalism behind it. Um, because that's, I think something that brought me so much joy in, in designing wedding dresses is like, you know, it's this emotional connection. Totally. And so I felt like I could be a little emotional with shoes. Yeah. And I was like, I love this. Yeah. Um, it's a piece of art. Yeah. And it's like manifesting your destiny, moving on, walking against the yes. wind, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, okay, I can do this. Um, but I have so much to learn. Let me tell you. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I have so much respect for uh, the space itself because there's great talent there already. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think detours a lot of entrepreneurs and designers is like, I, how am I going to stand out here? There's so many great players already there. Um, but, you know, the baby steps aren't so baby. You have to just do it one little day at a time. Right. Stay focused on it, you know, and um, and learn as you go. You know, wing it like your eyeliner. <laughs> well, you're winging it like your eyeliner straight up good. Yeah, because some days my eyeliner is like, woo, and then other days I'm like, Never oh, even. we did good today, right? Um, but these shoes like they are pieces of art they're they're a whole vibe they are a whole <laughs> vibe okay let me tell you right now everybody is gonna want these whether it's the sneaker edition the heels the flats so you know when designing the shoes and in you know cultivating this new brand like how long has that been she has a pop-up right now in new york but mm -hmm. also like i know i have worldwide people like obviously you you know, ship to us, like, come on, yeah. let's go. Um, but how, how did this come about? Like knowing how to put this together, like, you know, kind of dive into that a little bit. The first two things I'll say is having, uh, women around me that are so ambitious and hardworking and can make up your team like that, that was extremely helpful and meaningful yeah. for me. And they're, they're specialized, you know, so that we could all focus in our little areas and build this, you know, it's, it was just, it wasn't just me, you know, in that sense. And that was, that helped me get off the ground really quickly. And then the other, you know, uh, category is this incredible um, following and audience and inspiration. Uh, this community over the years that have, has stuck by me through all of this, you know, that is a, a consistent motivator, but it also uh, gives me a great deal of responsibility that I love. 
because it's, you know, like the best part of being a woman for me is that I don't want to let other women down, you know, and it's like, that's right. It drives me every day to be like, I have responsibility to show up and I can make them something else, you know? And like, that's kind of where the, the mentality of that came from. But like the semantics behind it, when you're building a company, I think there's a lot of formula in, in how you do it, you know, and there were some familiarities in, you know, making the process a little more condensed, Mm. trimming the fat on things that sometimes we mull over for too long, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's better to, you know, get something out there and go grow as you go as opposed to feeling like, okay, everything has to be perfect. Right. You know, so I kind of got rid of that mindset of like, we're not going to be a perfectionist. Yeah. Definitely going to make some mistakes. There's going to be some issues, but it's going to be part of the learning curve and this, yeah. and I would, it's more important to me to get something out there and feel like I'm making the connection again mm-hmm. in a way that feels really authentic to me mm. and grow from there. Yeah. Um, so when did you yeah. launch that? We just launched a few weeks ago. Literally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the tech pack and development stage, you know, was about 30 days. Um, but I knew I kind of, once I got my rhythm and I was like, I gave myself permission. Okay. I'm going to get out there again. And here's what I'm going to do. I, I felt like I had a nice mm-hmm. jog to it. Um, yeah. And I, I stayed really consistent because one, I knew that I wanted to be eclectic and I wanted it to feel artful. So I loved that compliment <laughs> because I wanted it to feel like art in it a way. Is. Um, so I, so that was a good motivator yeah. too. Cause like the collection itself is very eclectic. There's sneakers, there's slats, there's se- heels, so cool. sky high heels, and then there's slippers, you know, there's yeah. like all that kind of stuff. And now I'm like in this process of, okay, what's working, you know, what's yeah. not working. Yeah. And I think also being a creative, you learn that when you do put out a collection or you put out a piece of work and you could probably relate to this as a business person, there are a few things that really do well. Yep. And and the rest of it, you know, doesn't it's do as like, well. Eh, you can't have yeah. like an entire. You have your hero product. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what I looked for. And that's yeah. the pressure I took off myself of like, okay, I'm not going to put out all these shoes and every single yeah. one of them is going to be a hit master. You know, yeah. like some are going to be really good and others, okay, the feedback is more yeah. nuanced. Um, yeah. But like, that's a, that's a big lesson to learn as an entrepreneur is like, you know, you have your little, um, you have your little stars that, yeah. that set off and then, you know, kind of which trajectory to take. Yeah. There. Oh, it's so good. It's like, you're testing the marketplace. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. because of COVID, right? Like, does the is the cute sneakers doing better, or does it even matter now that like we're back into life? Are people are women back into being glamorous? I I think it's a little of both. Yeah, which I love because it's um, it's across the spectrum yeah. in that sense. Um, I found myself to be really attracted to the sneakers. Yeah. I'm such a heel girl. Yeah, but all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I love the sparkle yeah, sneakers. Rad. So yeah, so I, I love those. Um. But the boots, I think, are kind of becoming a little bit more of the heavy hitters because the rhinestone flair to it allows you to feel like we're doing something special today. At the same time, I'm kind of wearing them to work, you know? So it's, I don't know. I think the the boot realm is is a really special zone for us to deep dive. Yeah, (laughs) this should should be fun. Yeah. 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 What's, What's the website? The website is sheischeval.com okay, and Cheval is the new name I'm going by, you yeah. know, personally, publicly, professionally. Uh, and it means f- horse in French. 
uh, I've always identified with just the idea of running against the wind and this trailblazing super cool wild west kind of thing. Yes. I love it. Um, and I, I actually love that Cheval is a masculine, has a masculine energy as well, which is a nice juxtaposition to what I do in like the feminine expression. It totally world. does. So I like that. And then I like that it was one word because it, um, yeah, it's like Beyonce. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> not that I would ever compare in a million yeah. years, but it's like, no, girl. you know, I love that. I love yeah. it. It's like Bowie, you know, yeah. you've got Adele, you have Beyonce, you know, you have these great one words. Yeah. So I love that. Um, but the, the brand is, she is Cheval, you know? So the idea of like, she is fierce, she is going against the grain, you know, she is vulnerable. She is whatever she wants that to be. That is so um, good. It is so, so good. Oh my goodness. Everyone needs to share this website and it's perfect for like ourselves. Like, trust me, I want every pair, but it's also perfect for a gift mm. because it's art. Okay. Like for real, you guys go check out the website. Like they just need to go look because when I came across you, I just was like, like my jaw was on the ground and then how <laughs> you, you brand and market is so good. You're mm. so true to who you are. It's really inspiring. Thank you. Have you just taken like your creative design and then you put it to social? Like what's some tips you have in building a brand on social? And what we need to give everyone both of your accounts that they need to go follow and share. Like I love your personal and, and the business one because it's like I want to see what she's wearing. You have to see what she's wearing. You <laughs> oh, and your adorable you. fiance, like all of it. Yeah, I um, so the two accounts... Um, one is all that glitters on the gram, which yes. is like the longest handle name ever. But we just actually started it as our podcast account. My fiance and I started a podcast during COVID. And then we we couldn't continue doing it with a lawsuit and everything. There's just too many things going okay. on. Uh, but I essentially kind of took that over as my account, um, you know, over the two-year period. And so that's kind of grown into a person, you know, my personal account. Mm -hmm. um, and then I opened at She Cheval, which is more, you know, product focused and, and yeah. but also a little bit more, um, I would say experiential. Yeah. And that's like one of my biggest tips for, you know, building up um, a social uh, presence, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, it's obviously you want to be authentic and you want to do these things, but I also think everybody's doing so much on those platforms. Totally. It's easy to get lost in the weeds of like, yeah. how am I showing up here? You know, it's like with the viral trends, with the TikTok dances, with oh, the, geez. I know. here's my, here's my amazing recipe yeah. in no time, you know, and like yeah. you, you kind of feel pulled in so many directions to like do all these things that everyone is doing. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes your message gets lost. And I relate that to being a creative in that you know, when something's a bestseller and it's in the marketplace, all of a sudden everyone starts doing a version of that. Totally. You know, and so I remind myself that like the more nuanced you can be and the more honed into, you know, what makes you feel excited to show up and that feels real for you. You know, like I found myself doing a smoothie recipe and I was like, this is not, this isn't me. I don't know what I'm doing yeah. here. Like, do I, I have done, smoothies? I this know. is, <laughs> honey, this is it factor. Literally, your it yeah. factor, like, is being true to the core of who you are in your essence and really what you want to bring to life. And I think we're all guilty of this. Same here. Like, I've tried to do certain things on social where I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, this feels so forced. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not me at all. So stop. You know, stop with the nonsense. 
So I yeah. think that's such sage, such great advice because it just, it doesn't flow. It doesn't. <laughs> and there are things that like, okay, I can get into this, mm-hmm. you know, okay, I can get better at this. And like, as long as you have that spark and that interest, whereas like, if you can pay attention to when you have those moments, you yeah. know, where you're like, this just doesn't, I, yeah. You know, and that's okay. Like, yeah. it, it's just like trying out something new. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and I think you get caught up in that rat race of it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, too, when I'm scrolling, you know, I'm just like, what am I watching? You know, like a lot of this stuff, I know. it just feels, and it's like, but it also is a reminder that like, it gives you almost more room to be really specific in how you're showing up in your message. So I would say that's probably number one. Um, and for, you know, a few, two years almost, I really had a hard time because I was like, I'm so used to showing up a certain way and now I can't do that, but I don't want to be somebody else. Right. You know? And so, um, it can be very overwhelming and I really do empathize with people that, um, make social media such a huge part of their business and their identity because there's, again, this huge responsibility with it Mm. and staying up on it. And like, am I showing up enough? Yeah. Am I offending people? <laughs> like, right. what is the experience they're having when they come to your account? Um, but I think for me, it's it's always been an expression of creativity. And that's where I feel the most at home, when I feel the most comfortable. Um, and so, like, I try I try to lean into that stuff. So shoes ha- has given me a whole new, you know, landscape to, to, to explore. And, yeah. you know, there was – illustration is a big part of my life as well. Um, but of course that was, that was an area too, where I had to be very careful because I was found in contempt of court, um, you know, sketching on social media and in videos and things like that. So, you know, now like you'll maybe notice that my, my sketches really focus on the shoes. Like there's not much else going on in the sketch (laughs) for that reason. Um, so you couldn't even do like just a different dress or something. Yeah. I just need to be, um, extremely careful in my creative expression. And so, you know, that just makes me want to focus more on things that I know are very safe in my interpretation. So wow, stuff like that. But you know, it's like, I was listening to a podcast, you know, the other day and, you know, sometimes when you're really restricted, it makes you, it forces you to be extremely creative Yeah, because you like, Oh my gosh, like, how do I get out of this? Yeah. Little, you know, right. Whereas like when you have a free for all, sometimes it's, it's almost well, easier to get distracted. It's, and it's overwhelming. It's almost like when you, I call it the decision fatigue when yes. there's too many things, it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Versus like, you know, when I started my business, I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor, didn't have any money. And I always say to people like, thank God I wasn't like married to someone wealthier was well, cause I would have never, if my back wasn't against the wall, I would have never been like, here's a business plan. Let me run the plan. I would have just been every which way, you know, like, yeah. and so again, it's, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you because you took this basic concept of a shoe and you made it so freaking fabulous sister. <laughs> like really, you turned oh, it into so art much. times a million. Oh, um, and that nice. transcends in everything you do. Like people, once they follow you, they're going to really see that and get inspired and it's like you do go to your account and you just like it makes me want to just be more feminine. But there is the side of badassery because like, <laughs> you have you have the mix of both. Right. Thanks. What do you see? Like, you know, I, I work. We're coming out. I always say it's you know, it's the old fighting the new and you're you're coming into the new and, and you've been through this thing. And I know, I know it's 
I'm sure it's not like completely done yet, right? But we're yeah. going into the new season. Yeah. Like, what do you see going into the new season of life? Like, you have this fiance. He sounds like he's fab. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Um, yeah. How did you meet him? And uh, like, yeah, we met through a mutual friend. Okay. In New York, and I was I was going through my divorce when yeah. I met him, so it, you know, yeah. um, was unexpected. And now we've been together four and a half years. We've been engaged for three and a half. Yeah. Uh, but he is the most positive person I've ever met in my life, which is so wonderful to have in your life every day is this yeah. source of just real, um, I guess I would say it's grounded, but in the sense, it's just like, mm. we're going to keep moving forward, yes. you know? And like, it's, it's very forward thinking in that sense. Um, but the, the thing you brought up about the old and the new, I think it's a very interesting contrast because so much of who we are is really defined by a lot of the things we've done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times change can be very scary and this like unknown and like living in uncertainty and all this stuff. But one of the things that I really loved about my journey is I love nostalgia and I love the idea of these things that happened in my past that I'm so comfortable with and that have given me a sense of identity. Um, and it's, it's not so much glorifying the past because I don't believe in doing that, but, um, you know, the, the way you're carrying yourself, I think is important and that can help yeah. you stay grounded, but I'm such a forward person. Like I would say I would, I'm so much more of the new mindset of like, you know, can you believe things that people were saying just a few years? And I'm like, I can, because that just shows how society progresses. It shows right. how people right. move forward and they yeah. get better. And yeah. there's so much good in the forward momentum of things. Yeah. Um, and you hope for that, yeah. you know? Um, so, so I, I love the idea of like next chapter, what's new next back step, you know, forward, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it, it's not to create the pressure of like, oh, you got this as in like, um, minimizing your ability to just grieve and go through something. Yeah. But I don't love the idea of victimizing no. or feeling victimized by circumstances. Yeah, I don't either. You know, or like this adversity Olympics, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, you know, you've, you've been through so much that like it compares to this person in this way. And it's like so much of life is relative and it's all subjective. Right. That like you can't, you cannot really compare yeah. those, those things. Yeah. Um, so like I get, it just comes back to like, you have such a unique story. You have such a unique gift. You have your, your it factor. And uh, that is that is something that you're. It's a blessing, mm -hmm. and um, you know, moving forward is is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Absolutely, yeah. what a great mindset! It, it you you are such a champion. Thank you. You are an absolute. So are champion. you. Oh and I'm like, <laughs> how can we listen to you and not be like, I will support you? <laughs> like, yeah, I I see. You know, I see so much for you and like you've already done so much, oh, that's but nice. it's like your heart is in the right spot and you're such an inspiration for, for all women. Thank you. You really are. You really that's are. Nice. And this is, this is an exciting time for you. Like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm still in a huge litigation. It's you fine. <laughs> I know, but you're going to keep going uh, forward and yeah. this story <laughs> Um, just by you stepping forward and, and sharing this, like you're going to teach so many people you're teaching me, you know? Oh. Yeah. Like what, um, what advice would you give to any business person now, you know, knowing what, you know, like if there's like a checklist and, and here's the thing too, 
and maybe you thought this too, but some people don't, they they can't fathom like getting as big as they do. You know what I mean? Like, or is the business going to go off? You just don't know. Some businesses fail, some succeed. You know, is there anything of like legal protection you would say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am such an enthusiastic person. And a lot of times when you're carrying your heart that way, you know, you think, um, naively like, Oh, it's going to work out. It's going to work out, you know, like, and, and you, you're, you're recklessly optimistic in that way. Um, and I would say that there is a way to still be enthusiastic and amazing and just want to go do your life, but also protect yourself. You know, they're not mutually exclusive in that sense. Um, so that, that would probably be one of the biggest lessons. Um, I think practicing gratitude every single day, um, you know, is, is, is so important to look at these basic things that you have that are such a, like a blessing sunsets, you know, amazing people you get to meet every day. Like these things that like, you know, I don't want to say we take them for granted, but a lot of times when you're just living your life and you're going through the motions, you know, where your focus goes, the energy flows. Yeah. So it's, those things are important. I think for an entrepreneur in, um, choosing the right manifestation of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say sense of humor yeah. is so important. Yeah. Um, to keeping things lighthearted, you know, because when you get so caught up in the next thing and, and I'm, I am achievement focused. I've always been, and I've yes, tried to kind man. of break that habit a little bit Totally. and like, yeah, how am I identifying? What's, what, what does success mean to me? Yeah. And like, when you feel like you've lost so much, I'm like, you know, who am I again? Like yeah. all that stuff you know, you, you look to other things in your life that bring you a sense of fulfillment and joy and, and, and that. Mm. So sense of humor, uh, has been big. Like, yeah, no, I love that you (laughs) say that because I, and and I think a lot of people listening right now that are more the power chicks or men, like we, you, we get so serious, Mm -hmm. which is great to be serious, but like have some freaking fun. Yeah. You gotta be playful a little bit. Even today before coming here, I was like dancing in the mirror Yes. And I had to tell him, like, we get so serious and it's like, no, this is fun. Like, yeah, you know, it's like lighten up. Like I literally have to tell myself that I'm like, lighten up, Emily, have fun. Yes. And that's who we're supposed to be in our true nature. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when we really let loose and yeah, Silly goose stuff. all high yes. frequency <laughs> stuff. Oh my gosh. Well, what's, what, what's the focus like today for you? Like, what are you focusing on today? And how can everyone support you? Um, today, well, I was very excited to show up here and have this really present conversation um, because presence is something that uh, I try to focus on, you know, when you're scrolling and, and you're yeah. going through the motions and you're getting your workout and you're doing all these things. And I, I don't meditate. I probably should. But I think for me, when I can catch myself being very present with something mm-hmm. or someone, very meaningful. Yeah. And so like those little things during the day I try, I'm trying to do, Yeah, which is, I guess that's very, um, <laughs> how would you say, I guess it's like a, a very generalized statement. Uh, but other than that, more granularly, I would say, you know, I'm very focused on, you know, getting this brand yeah. built and yeah. got these two amazing women I started it with. Um, and they're, you know, I get to communicate with them every day and have this nice, yes. Oh, I do want to, oh, I saw on, on the website, like you have like a statement about your team or employees. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Basically talking about, you know, that everybody matters, their work ethic matters, 
was such a beautiful statement. I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, when we wanted to start this business, you know, we we kind of came up with these business principles that we wanted to manifest every day and believe in. And it's so nice to be aligned with mm. your core values in a business. I've always thought that autonomy and um, acknowledgement are some of the, the most important things in a business is giving people this um, real sense of like why they're there yeah. and their contribution. Yes. You know, because no one is entitled to that. Right. You know, what someone brings yeah. to the table. Yeah. You might be defined by a contract or, right. you know, these uh, duties in your business or whatever. But like, how you're showing up every day and the contributions you're making is, is such a form of ownership Totally, that like, you know, nobody else can have. So like, I think that is a manifestation that all three of us really believe in. One of my co-founders is a um, military veteran as well. So she's just like a bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's in private equity. So she's got this amazing skill set. And then I've got a mother of three with kids, three kids under six and a half. Oh my God. But she is like a sales force and like, can just get into any room, light it up, and know exactly so good. how to, you know, just yeah. create this amazing experience. And so, like, I have these women I get to brag about every day that are helping me, you know, help we're building this business together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's she is Cheval, but for them, you know, she is Cheval might mean something a little bit different. Yeah. And I love that. Um, just the idea of like a real team effort. Yeah. That's that's kind of how we're carrying it moving forward. So, that's so like you said, it takes a village. <laughs> it, it does take a village. It yeah. takes like a good, you know, if you're dating, it's a, a good partner. Because otherwise, if you're trying to build a company oh, and you don't have a great partner, it's like I'd rather be single. <laughs> so either you got to be like support or we're out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not really kidding, though. <laughs> no. And then and like that's who you're spending most of your time with. You know, that's a big factor. Mm-hmm. And then I would also say mentors yeah. are huge. Yes. Um, and I've I've had the privilege of, of having few in particular this mm-hmm. past few years that have changed my life. They've enriched so much and they've helped me really think a different way about mm-hmm. my situation. Um, you know, and like, I encourage if there is somebody out there that inspires you to try to get to them, yeah. you know, and, and try to build a little bit of a relationship Absolutely. there Absolutely, because most people want to see you succeed, They do, you know, and yeah. find those people yeah. that want to see you like, Oh, go for such it. Such good advice. I believe in abundance and just raising each other up. And that's really why I have this show. Cause I want to, I want to hear stories and hear about companies and businesses and, yeah triumphs and setbacks and all those things and together we're so much better and people that that do great work they want to lift other people up and I find the same thing if you ask like hey do you want to do an event together Mm -hmm. do you want to do a show together do you want to collab most of the time Mm -hmm. they're like yeah what do you have in mind yes so it's just the power of the ask Totally. I'm so glad that we asked you to be here and I feel like I found a new friend and someone that I'm so looking forward to watching continue grow. And I'm here to support you and I cannot wait to wear your shoes. I know. Okay. Favorite. Let's let's go pick (laughs) the babe. And uh, just thank you for being you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And we're here for you all the way. Support and love. Yes. And constant it factor inspiration. You're really truly incredible to watch so thank you you're living it girl you got your it so thank you 